please pray with me. God of grace, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O God, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. God is always reaching out to us so that we can know God, so that we can have a relationship with God. And this God, who loves us, calls us to be shaped by that relationship with God, shaped in ways that guide how we live our lives. That's why one part of this congregation's mission is to live the love of Jesus Christ. Because faith is something we put into practice in how we live. Really, that is what the word ministry means as we use it in the church. It means faith put into practice. It means actions taken and choices made over the course of a life. Actions and choices that touch and shape the world around us, even as we have been touched and shaped by God. Our faith tells us that every person is a minister. Every person is called to put faith into practice in some way, and often more than one way. Our scriptures fairly overflow with examples of all the ways God calls people into ministry. Opportunities for ministry are endless, even overwhelming at times. This is why the Bible is also full of stories of shared ministry and of ministries that spread. Our scripture reading for today is one of these stories. The story comes from the very early days of the church. The book of Acts tells the stories of these small, growing communities of people who believed that Jesus was the Christ, was one anointed by God. These communities were doing essentially what we are doing today, figuring out how to live and teach the love of Jesus Christ when Jesus is not physically present with us. They were trying to figure out how to practice their faith and to teach it. When we encounter the community in today's reading, the 12 apostles are recognizing that they cannot meet all the needs of this emerging Christian community. There is complaining. Some of the work of Christian community together is neglected, it seems, and the 12 apostles recognize that if they were to shift their focus to these unmet needs, then other important aspects of the ministries of the community would then be neglected. So they did what the church still does today when we identify a ministry need. They recruited volunteers. They named the qualities they were looking for, people full of the spirit and full of wisdom. They decided to look for seven people. They looked around their community and they found people with the qualities they were looking for. From the very beginning of the Bible, the Bible tells us that God created the heavens and the earth in seven days. At the end of the Bible, we find the scroll sealed with seven seals in the book of Revelation. And in between, there are literally hundreds of uses of the number seven. Numbers were given specific significance in biblical times all, all through the periods in which our scriptures were written. And the number seven was considered to signify completeness or perfection. 
So the apostles chose seven people to expand the ministries of the church. And today, it so happens, we are commissioning seven new Stephen ministers. So I guess that means we have the perfect number of trainees from, our, from this year's Stephen ministry training class, that this current class of Stephen ministers makes our Stephen ministry complete, for now anyway, until more of you come forward to wish to enter that ministry. The first person chosen to serve in that early Christian community was Stephen. The attention he receives in our scripture suggests that he was a leader of that group. And this story is exactly where the Stephen ministry gets its name. The folks who created Stephen ministry saw it as a way to expand the overall ministry of the church, the ability of the church to carry out its caring ministries. So they named the ministry after a biblical leader who was called to expand the ministries of the church and to enable the church to carry out its ministries. Stephen ministry expands or increases this congregation's ability to provide ministries of spiritual and emotional care, primarily within the congregation, but sometimes also reaching out to folks beyond our congregation to provide that spiritual and emotional care. I'm repeatedly amazed by how what seems like a small act of care can make such a big difference. As I was thinking about that, I thought maybe today I should have chosen the parable of the mustard seed as our scripture for the day. Small things can have a great impact, and acts of genuine care for another person make a great impact, even when we feel like what we're doing is small. The first time we lived in Davis, which was just for one year, 13 years ago now, some of you know that we were living in my grandfather's house, and that was the year he passed away. So we were getting ready to sell his car, and I took it to the shop where he had been taking that car and previous cars for years. There I was, grieving, and as many of you have experienced, doing one of those numerous tasks that also have to be done when we lose a loved one. And the guy at the auto shop checked me in with this car that he had seen before, and he said, I saw your grandfather's obituary in the paper. I was sorry to see that he had passed. I felt so cared for that he noticed, and that he took just that moment to let me know that he cared and that he noticed This was 13 years ago, and I vividly remember it today, and I still think that auto mechanic is one of the nicest guys I know. I'll bet he would think what he did was no big deal. I'll bet he doesn't even remember it. But his words made a big difference to me. During one of my two stints working as a chaplain in a psychiatric hospital, I was visiting with a woman who was so depressed For those of you who don't have any experience or exposure to psychiatric hospitals, they're pretty restrictive environments in some ways, in the interest of keeping everybody safe. There's no privacy for a chaplain or a pastoral visit because staff need to be able to see the patients at all times to help ensure the safety both of patients and of visitors. I'd been oriented as someone new and unfamiliar to the setting, and I was instructed to always keep a physical distance from the patients, again, just to be on the safe side. During this particular visit, as the woman talked to me about what was going on in her life, 
at one moment she just reached out and placed a hand on my arm. And I could hear the voices of the folks who had trained and oriented me telling me that they discourage physical contact and to just keep a safe distance. But I reached out and just for a moment placed my hand over hers and just gave it a friendly squeeze. And when I did that, she started to cry. And she said, thank you for reaching out to me. It makes me feel more human. What I did was nothing. It was just a brief moment, a friendly touch. But somehow it was something bigger than that for her. The difference between feeling cared for as a full human versus feeling closed off and separated from people. When I'm new to a church and getting to know folks, one question I often ask is, tell me how this church has helped you feel closer to God or has helped deepen your relationship to God. And I can't tell you how many times people answer that question by saying, the church brought me food when my wife died, after my surgery, when my baby was born. And at first I would hear these things and think, seriously? A casserole made you feel closer to God? And yes, seriously, it's true. The simple ways we care for one another remind us tangibly of God's care for us. I haven't worked in great depth with the Stephen ministers in this congregation, but I am a trained Stephen leader and have led Stephen ministry at another church. One thing I've run into over and over again in the past is the need to remind our Stephen ministers that simply showing up and listening and caring makes a difference. I can't tell you how many times I've heard a Stephen minister say, but I didn't do anything. I just listened. But listening isn't just listening. It isn't a small thing. Listening makes an enormous difference. Sometimes what seems like the smallest act of care makes a big difference. This is true for the ministry of care and compassion that Stephen ministers offer in a congregation. Showing up to listen and care, being present and reliable, makes a real difference. It is a way that Stephen ministers represent the whole congregation, represent all of us, and convey the message, your church cares about you. Your church is going to show up for you. Beyond Stephen ministry, listening as an act of simple care makes a big difference in all the ways we relate to one another. During the most recent Stephen ministry training, uh, folks were commenting on how much they needed or would use the skills they were learning just in all of their life, not only in the context of being a Stephen minister assigned to a care receiver, but people talked also about how it would make them a better friend or partner or parent. Listening as an act of care makes a big difference to congregations as well. When the Adult Contemporary Issues Forum gave us an opportunity to talk about Stephen ministry, someone commented that it would be great if we all in the church had some of that training. Whether it is committee work or working together on a particular ministry project, listening with care makes a huge difference to our relationships and to the quality of community we achieve together as a church and can experience. Those of you who say yes to serving as Stephen ministers have particular gifts. The gift of compassion, 
a heart for people, the willingness to show up and listen, and a commitment to nurture your skills at listening. I am so grateful for our Stephen ministers, for those who are new this spring, for those who have been serving for years, for those who have served here in the past, and also for those who provide leadership as Stephen leaders, so that this valuable ministry continues to serve this congregation so ably. And I also see this ministry as both reminder and example to us all, a reminder of our call to care for one another, and an example of how we can make a difference through small acts of care, and particularly through genuine listening. We know that listening makes all the difference to building relationships. We cannot build or sustain meaningful relationships without really listening to one another. We cannot be effective in ministry, whether that ministry is explicitly a ministry of care like Stephen Ministry, or whether that's a ministry of church finances or any of the other administrative work that we carry on here. We cannot be effective in ministry without listening to one another. Whether it's in the church or life beyond the church, I'm guessing we can all think of wonderful ideas that died on the vine because there were not the relationships in place to support the work. We have to listen to one another to continually build those relationships. I'm guessing we've all seen those occasions when someone gets increasingly escalated or upset because they feel they are not being heard. And I'm guessing we've also all seen some occasion when someone's agitation is calmed, when they feel that they are simply being listened to. Each one of us has the power to make this difference simply by listening with care. Listening is an act of care, and it is an essential part of being community together and being in ministry together. For all the changes through the centuries, the church today still has much in common with the church of biblical times. We are destined to neglect some areas of ministry if we do not draw one another into ministry, as the apostles drew in Stephen and the other seven from today's story. But when we do draw one another into ministry, our scripture tells us what happens. The word of God spreads. Wonders and signs occur, we are told. And we, like Stephen, will be full of grace and power. I thank God for our Stephen ministers and Stephen leaders, called to use particular gifts of compassion and listening, and I thank God for the reminder to us all that in the church, the body of Christ, we are all called to practice compassion and listening for the sake of ministry. Amen.